From the steamy nights in Miami to the fast-paced energy of New York City, Like a Fly on the Wall takes you on a non-stop rollercoaster ride of adventure and suspense. With captivating characters like Jacques, Kylie, True, and Breeze, you'll be turning pages at a high speed to see what happens next. Like a Fly on the Wall is brought to you by the talented author Simone Kelly. This suspenseful novel crackles with intrigue, sex, and plenty of surprises. Perfect for fans of Eric Jerome Dickey and Carl Weber. Learn more about this sexy suspense thriller by going to likeaflyonthewall.com and order your copy today. Coach Simone Kelly and Herman Dubois, my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx. What's good, y'all? Ooh, ooh. All right, make some noise, studio. <laughs> All right. And today we have in the house Octavia Yearwood. That's me. That's yep. me. What's up, Octavia? What up, door? We finally met in the flesh. I know. <laughs> look at that. Making it happen. New York, this old soul stage is New York is right here. Rock, rock. That's it. Yep. Yeah, I thought you were Harlem, remember. Harlem girl. You got Harlem energy. Really? Yes. I get Harlem. Brooklyn. I always get Brooklyn. Brooklyn too. I, I get Brooklyn, that. and I, I don't think I've ever actually gotten Harlem, but I always get Brooklyn. I don't think Queens. I don't really get. I don't really know. Oh wow. Let's Sorry. not. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's the Bronx created hip. No I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> She's like okay. I just started the show, and you're already fighting. <laughs> We're, we're not, and we're gonna say we did. <laughs> All right. So talk to us about your book. And tell us a little bit about why you created it. It's called, How the Hell Did You Do That? What inspired that? I love the title. Thank you. Uh, what inspired that was trauma-sensitive youth. What inspired that was myself being a former foster child and people saying to me, you know, you should st- share your story. And I was just not about that selfie life. I'm like, my life was really not that bad, in quote, right, mm-hmm. for me to write a book about it. And so after I heard it enough times... Um, I said to myself, all right, well, let's think about this. I felt like it was obviously a message from the universe saying, I'm going to send as much people as I need to tell you to write this book mm-hmm. until you actually do it. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking to an elder once, and I was telling him about how I wanted to get into motivational speaking and public speaking. And he said, he listened to everything that I said. He listened to everything that I wanted to do. And he looked at me, and he said, you got to write a book. And I was like, Fine. So I started to think about it and, and think about what did I need as a youth? What did I need as a, a youth that was in foster care? What mm-hmm. did I need as a youth who didn't have a present parents? What did I need about someone who was shuffled and moved around, right? Like, what did I need? And uh, I said what I needed was information about how to navigate this shit. Right, right. <laughs> That's what I needed. I needed somebody to be like, all right, so this is what I did. This is what you could do. This is the approaches you could take. And right. so, and also for people to, I did have people ask me how I felt, but just also wanting to be able to get to know myself. Right. What I needed to know was the importance of knowing who I was. Right. And a lot of people, they need that. And you have a lot of work. Your book is not just a book to read. It's also a workbook, too. Exactly. There's exercises. Exactly. Because if you're going to thrive in this world, the first thing you got to know is yourself. 
period. So I said to myself, I'm going to focus on nine things because when I was younger, I didn't like to read. So I wanted to make sure that my book wasn't intimidating. I wanted to make sure that it was a small enough book. Um, I have, I I tell them about the chakras and also the, just the different spiritual elements. So the book is actually in color, which is why it costs as much as it does. Uh, because girl. Yeah, I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna do each chapter. Each chapter is gonna be related to the chakras, wow. and I'm gonna tell you about the chakras at the end. You're gonna see it, and it's gonna be just like inferences, right, in your mind, that's in your subconscious. And after every chapter, we're gonna answer some questions. Now, nice. you read my story, so yeah, add well, yours. Speaking of which, we're gonna get to know you a little bit in a fun way with a little thing that we call rapid fire questions. Okay. Come on, so take it away. If you had to finish this statement um, in your own version, there are two types of people in the world. They are doers and wonders. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's your nickname? Oh. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> when when is lying the right thing to do? Never. Mm-hmm. Any any pet peeves? A bunch. Give us. Give, give, give <laughs> nah, us, I'm give like us really p- particular. Uh, a pet peeve of mine is uh, when people come to my house and use a cup or a plate and when they leave they don't take that thing with them to the sink (laughs) that's a pet peeve right right yeah what food do you crave the most oh oh man what damn uh, food i wish food could be the answer um (laughs) (laughs) probably just just good food just food that tastes wonderful when was the last time you laughed out very hard just now (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean earlier I'm laughing, laughing I'm laughing yeah, all the time we had a good time today yeah yeah alright we won't touch you too much last what? one oh, would oh, you, oh, would you rather not. would you rather take a two week all expense paid vacation right now or a one month all expense all expense paid vacation in one year oh huh in one year hmm. okay very good very you good. passed alright yeah <laughs> on to the next segment <laughs> on to the next one so, um, tell us about your childhood uh, a little bit growing up. I mean, you kind of touched on it. So, what were some of the other things that you think that people can learn? I mean, do you talk about it in your book at all, your, your childhood in general? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Each chapter connects to a, a story or a thing that, it, that happened in my childhood. Uh, my childhood, I mean, I feel like, what do you want to know? About my childhood. Whatever relates to the book. Like, that can be like a segue. Like, maybe give us a, a segment of, like, one of the scenes in the book or one of the chapters. Like uh, well, one of the one of the chapters is called Creme de la Chrome. And that chapter talks about the importance of friends. And uh, it's called Creme de la Chrome because Creme de la Creme is what? You don't know what Creme de la Creme? Cream, cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Yeah. But what does that mean? The best of the best. There oh we go. Best of the best. Creme de la Creme is mm-hmm. best of the best. Mm-hmm. So Creme de la Chrome is the best of your reflection. And the chapter just dives into talking about how you are going to choose your friends as good as Mirror. you see yourself. Yeah. Um, and then the importance of choosing better friends so that you can elevate yourself. 100% where I am in my life, even standing in front of you right now, sitting in front of you, talking to you, is because of my friends. Right. It's because somebody has looked at me and said, I like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you. I want them. Someone pushed me forward. Right. I love that because one of my favorite expressions or sayings is, um, you, if you're the smartest one in your top five friends, that's a problem. Word, <laughs> word. So uh, yeah, yeah. So definitely that. So aside from obviously the the book being uh, a literary piece that I think you realize would have helped you had you had this in your development. Right. 
but when did you know that doing this was really going to be something that was going to help others? I mean, was there a, a testimonial that happened? Was it something that you experienced that you're like, you know, I got to take this further? Or I know you've been a mentor as well. Mm -hmm. I know you've been mentored. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about sort of like how that evolved. Um, so when I was writing the book, I felt like it was a channeling. Mm, I, love it. I don't feel like I wrote this book at, at all alone. Um, so when I started to feel the channelings from everything from my grandmother, from my child self to Harriet Tubman has placed, is placed in this book. My ancestors tapped into me and used me as a vessel. So the moment that I knew that this book was going to have an impact was, was while I was writing it, while I was feeling myself be uncomfortable you know what I mean? Even just in the, and when you're editing your book, when you write a book, you read your book so much, your eyes is, are just hurting by how many times you read it. And I would read my book and feel uncomfortable. I would read my own book and be like, man, that's a, that, can't, that question is crazy, you know? <laughs> and then people started to read the book, adults mostly right now, who are like an 80 year old called me and said, I started to get my patent done reading your book. Oh, it is that. a call to action. It made it. me move forward in what I want to do. And I see it, honestly, daily in the people that I encounter, just seeing them mm. moving forward and going for the win. You know? Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, and when did you realize you were making an impact? I mean, obviously the book is a, a big part of it, but I think that that started before the book. So, <laughs> oh, Yeah, yeah, way before. Uh, just, like, just like Herman said, I've been a mentor and I've been mentored. And um, I definitely have earth angels that mentored me throughout. What they weren't even, it was before mentors, the term mentor was even being used. You know, that teacher that was sitting you down, that teacher was giving you food. Um, but I realized that I was starting to have an impact when I was around 18, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And a parent came up to me and asked me to speak to her son who was in my after school program learning dance from me. And he had been acting up in class. Dance too. I do remember hearing this. Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. Uh, thank you <laughs> and his mom came to me and said can you please talk to Jonathan um, he's misbehaving in class and he's not acting right and I just don't know what to do because when he gets home he has these you know he's very frustrated thinks something was going on with his father or something like that so I spoke to him you know bring him over little homie look him <laughs> in the eye real quick you know get down to get down to his level and I just said listen your mother just told me about what's going on in class. And if I hear about it again, you're not going to be on the stage with me anymore. You're going to be sitting down and watching us dance. And that's going to be that. The following month, he was student of the month. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So when I saw that, and then th more things happened. Little girls, mothers would come to me and be like, wow, she's just a lot more confident now ever since taking your class. And it has to do with the movement, but it also has to do with the connection, the spiritual connection mm -hmm. to the youth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what kind of, do you teach dance now or no? I do only exclusively at one school. I'm phasing out of it. Okay. Yeah. I saw something just either today or yesterday on your Instagram with Story. little kids dancing, mm -hmm. but I don't know if they were, it was like actual class or you just hanging out. Or I don't know what what, 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 was, what was it. I tell just chilling. With there was this one kid that was like wilding out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, chilling with, with your eight year old friend. <laughs> right, friend. <laughs> uh, keep young. <laughs> no, that's not even funny. <laughs> no, but what what was it exactly? <laughs> I cannot with you, Miss Simone. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, it was at one of the school. I teach at a private nonprofit school called um, Diamond Minds Transformational Leadership Academy mm -hmm. in, uh, in Miami Gardens. So I'm there exclusively with those youth. I work with their youth that are up there and also down on 95th. But do you teach uh, dance and something else or like 
empowerment or workshop or anything like that? Like, do you tie in anything that you, in your, from your book with the? Well, I am my book. So yeah, everything that I am it. is always infused in everything that I do. Yeah. Okay. So that is definitely there. I have the uh, freedom you know, blessed to be able to scale that out with the school. Okay. So I, I curate exhibitions. I get youth involved in that and local artists. And, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, whatever it was, I wanted to join the party because you were like, Hey, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm hype, I'm hype good, all day, all the time. time. <laughs> so in terms of, That's why um, I, like you. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously you're promoting the book and, and I don't know if there's any upcoming, uh, event, venues where you're going to be doing any kind of book signing or, or readings or what have you, but uh, what would be a couple of things that our listeners can do to help you in terms of uh, you know, maybe target markets you would want this book to get to? I mean, obviously everybody can benefit from it, but if you had to really right. think of a, a marketing promotional strategy and know your demographics, who would you want to target uh, primarily for this book? I want to target um, youth that are served by nonprofits all over the world. I feel like in the space of nonprofits, I feel this falling flat a bit with its outreach and um, and falling flat a bit with really providing them with what they need to thrive outside of there. They're giving they're giving, you know, some skills to like up to us, for instance, they're giving skills to the to the coaches, yeah, to the coaches to kind of sort of build and help the youth. Right. But. What are some things that they need that they're going to actually use when they get out of there, when mm -hmm. they go back into the chaos? Like, life. yes, you've been able to giving them common questions and get them back in the zone to play the game. But now we need to give them other tools. Right. So I see myself working in partnership and in tandem with nonprofit organizations and programs that service youth that are incarcerated or were incarcerated who are coming from trauma-sensitive backgrounds and uh, youth that really need the support. Right now, I'm actually working on a partnership with Casa Valentina, which is totally in my demographic. And I want to get with mentoring organizations and do programs where I, the, the author, will be with them and go through this book with them. Do you know Mona Lisa? Yeah. No, no. Oh, I'm gonna connect you with her because um, Mona Lisa Weber. She's doing something for incarcerated youth, um, and I'm actually gonna be speaking as well, teaching them like a workshop on entrepreneurship. So you need to be at one of those. Yeah, and yeah. I want to do it with. I, I, I'm, everything is raced around this book because it's nine chapters, and when, when you start, it's really the beginning. And just like in numbers, once you get to nine, you're ready to start all over again from one. You could do like a nine week or eight week yep. yeah, workshop. You've done yep. that already, or you, that's you're what I'm. That? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm working on. But that's I love what. It. Yeah. And you can do this anywhere. Like so, if anybody's listening in Jamaica or in uh, absolutely, I'm working on a, I'm working <laughs> on a, um, on location. a virtual aspect to it as well. That's smart. So yeah. We got to scale this out. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so, uh, they need us. Yeah, and then you two knew each other. Tell, tell that little story real quick. You knew each other before. Herman's a beast. Oh, I know. Okay, he is a beast <laughs> at connecting with human beings, yes. getting that money for to service <laughs> the world. Like that's before I passionate. met Herman, I heard about Herman. I heard about his fast talking. I heard about his fast moving. I heard about how much he was scaling he don't, he out don't organizations. Talk fast. What is it, Herman? People listen slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's my favorite line of him. I don't talk to you. That's amazing. I use that sometimes. But yeah, yeah, you know, always coming in looking like a poppy chulo, you know? So I just was like. Well, we do. Yeah, yeah. So that's how that's how I met him. But you know what, though? Ironically enough, anytime I've met him, seen him in a personal atmosphere, he is always like more laid back and chill. Right, right, right. He actually is. So it's, 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 when he's on, it's to get the things done. Yeah. When he's, when he's done getting the things done. Then he's, he's chill. chill. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's why we love him. Mm. So tell us how we can buy this book. How can we get in Access contact it, with yeah, you? Yeah. Give uh, us the detail. You can go to activityyearwood.com. You can buy the books there. You can sign up for my workshops if I have any that's happening, which I have some happening right now, one on February 3rd, one on January 30th. The 30th is on uh, personal branding. It's a spinoff from the workshop that I did at the Miami Dade College. Okay, nice. And then uh, February 3rd is going to be a workshop on uh, write your book right now, kind of sort of helping people who are trying to get the book out of them and push it forward. Yeah, let's talk about how we can do that and also talk about all the elements that are involved in self-publishing if that's the route you want to take. Oh, very. You need to come to my book lovers brunch. We're actually doing a workshop similar to that, but like a panel with a bunch of different writers and and actually even having people talk about how to get your book to the big screen. So let's do it. You need to come. I'm here about that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Octavia, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Give her a hand, everyone. Thank you so much. All right, keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio. Remember, anything you want to attain. Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. www.breicosmetics.com. Thanks.